Welcome to His Glory. This is Debbie. I hope you're all blessed today. All right. I just wanted to make a video today just to talk about a few things that God has really been placing on my heart. And I want to share it. I hope this edifies. I hope this encourages you. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing really well, especially after the holiday. Um, it's just so amazing to me that the time frame that we're in right now, it's just like, oh my goodness, it just seems like time is just going by so quickly. Um, I was driving yesterday to work and I just really felt um, that the Lord wanted me to talk about um, some things and um, here I am. So I just wanted to share this and I hope that um, this will definitely uh, pierce the heart and um, really help um, the body of Christ right now. Um, as I was driving yesterday, I saw a train and a lot of military um, vehicles on this train. It was just like just one military vehicle after another, like there were so many. And I'm not kidding. I was like, as soon as I passed that, there was this like huge flag, the American flag. And God just really pressed on my heart what time it is, like where we are, um, just um, in the culture, just where we are in scripture, because everything has been written, everything has been laid out. um, And we can definitely use the Word of God to kind of see where we are in scripture, and just to kind of see timelines of things that are to come. Uh, I mean, this is all prophecy. And I just was just so impressed by how God just kind of spoke to my heart yesterday and how it it is so crucial that we as a body of Christ start to live in the fruits of the Lord and really, really, really shine his light right now. It is so important right now because why? Because it is so wicked and dark right now in the world that we live in. And it's so, um, and, and like, overtaking sometimes, right? Like sometimes I know just me speaking to different people, just how it's such a focal point. I feel like a lot of people just like, oh, wow, I just feel so helpless in a world that's just so dark. And I want to encourage you today to let you know that there is one king on the throne, and he is in control of all things. And with the everything that's going on, he has placed his children across the world to do this to shine his light, to spread the gospel of God and to shine his love on those that are feeling depressed, um, hopeless, um, people that are lost, right? So um, at that moment, I just really felt like the Lord was telling me it's time to warn. Um, I love doing this podcast. I really started this podcast for the Lord. And I just wanted to encourage the body of Christ. Um, That was my initial beginnings with this. Um, The Lord has always said to me, that is wonderful. I really want you to do that. But why I started this was to warn the body of Christ to wake up the church. I just feel that so heavily heavy on my heart all the time that God is like, daughter, it's time to really put the foot on the pedal and really do what I've called you to do. So today, I just want to tell you that it's really important right now to keep your focus on the Lord. Um, The scriptures that really come to my mind um, just off the cuff right now as I'm speaking to you um, is when Peter was walking on the water towards Jesus, how he was like, you know, God, you know, call me out. And God said, come. And as Peter was walking on the water towards Jesus, he was doing it. He was walking towards the Lord. Now, what happened to Peter? Peter started to look at the waves that were coming, the roaring, the storm, and he fell in the water. 
And as God reached out to get Peter, he said, where is your faith? How little faith that you have. That really speaks to me right now, because I really feel like if you just keep your eyes on Jesus and you keep your eyes on him, everything that's going on around you just becomes less and less. It's so important to keep our eyes to to keep that intimate relationship with him right now, because this world could overtake you if you don't. We are constantly bombarded with negativity. We are constantly bombarded with darkness. um, And everything is geared towards taking your uh, taking you away from the Lord, taking you away from his commandments, taking you away from the statues, taking you away from what the will of the Father is and has for your life. That is what the enemy has done. He is the ruler of this world. So we are placed here. We are we are in it, but we're not of the world. So when we are trying to navigate through all of the things that are happening, we have to keep our focus on God because that's where our wisdom and how we can maneuver through the things that are that are happening through your own personal situations that are happening and through the darkness and through what the enemy tries to throw at you. I mean, constantly God is saying, you know, trust in me, have faith in me, have the armor of God, you know, because it's so important every single day just in our own personal life, how the enemy is going to come and for us, it's going to happen, you're going to have attacks, you're going to have these things happen. Guys, it's not an easy walk. But with the Lord, all things are possible. He will help you navigate through everything, through everything. I don't care what you're going through. God has been there. He has, he has felt that he has been there in that position. He has overcome the world. So there's nothing that you are going through that is too big for him to handle. And so it is important that we keep our eyes and our focus on the word of God. We keep our eyes and focus on him. Because if you start to look around you and start to see the storm raging, you're going to lose, you're going to fall, you're going to fall. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants to come in and distract you. He wants to come in and just get you to worry and to have no hope. But the Lord is our hope. He is our compass. And I am telling you, he's raising up his children right now to really be warriors for the kingdom of God. We are being brought from the back to the front. And I want you to believe this because it is so. And what has been hidden is going to be revealed. And he is really raising up an army of his beloved children that truly love him and seek him with all their heart. He wants to use you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to bless you. And all it's going to take is for you to turn away, turn away from whatever is distracting you from the Lord, whatever is taking your time from the Lord and seek him and go into that special place with him and strengthen your relationship. And this is called repentance. Repentance is turning away from sin. It's, it's, It's a choice. We turn away and we seek the Lord with everything. He has to be first. He has to be first in your life. Without him being first in your life, you are susceptible to the enemy. You are susceptible to things the enemy can do in your life to bring destruction. He just wants to kill, steal, and destroy in your life. And so with the Lord, you're going to have that compass. Now, am I telling you that when you start to seek God fully, wholeheartedly, that things are going to be easier? No, I'm not telling you that. But what I am telling you is that he will get you through it. And sometimes God will ask you to go through things for a purpose, because when you come out of it, you're going to be stronger in him. He knows how to mold you, strengthen you and get you to be in the purpose that he's called for you in your life. 
I'm going to read some scriptures today. And I just wanted to share this because it is so important as a follower of God, as a follower of Jesus, that we truly, truly, truly make him first in our life. If you don't, this is where we have problems. You know, so many Christians today are just living complacent. They're living complacent. They're living um, just, you know, not fully both feet in. They're just kind of teetering on the fence or just kind of teetering, you know, whenever they have time for God, they're going to make that time. Listen, serving God is a sacrifice. There has to be some sacrifice in your life that you're going to dedicate to him and be obedient and trust him and give him everything. Just live for him because guys, I want to tell you, I am, I am a testimony of the love of Jesus. I mean, this, my life is completely, just completely different than than the way I used to live. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. People that knew me before can testify to this. Um, I mean, God has saved me from hellfire. And, you know, God has called me for such a time as this to pull people out of hell. Basically, that's what he has really, um, you know, moved me towards is just being bold and to warn others and to warn the body of Christ to, to wake up and quit being so slumber. Don't be in your in, in a sleep. Don't allow man to trick you. Don't allow man to deceive you. Don't allow the enemy to completely put the veil over your eyes and think that it's okay to live worldly. And then, you know, when you have time to go and love Christ, God wants all of you, every bit of you, every your heart, your mind, your soul, your thoughts. He wants it all. He's a jealous God. He wants to have you completely because God is going to transform your life to something you will never like recognize. And that's what we want. We want, we want to have the heart of God. We want to live and be fruitful for the kingdom of God. This should be your desire, right? So um, God just you know, showed me today, um, I've been in Luke, Luke has been the pretty much the focal point for me today. And um, it's just been so amazing. And I just wanted to read this. Um, And if we go to Luke, and we're in Luke 12, and it's and I'm going to start at verse eight. Um, Well, actually, I'm going to I'm going to start in verse six, it says, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him. And this is John speaking. O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance and begin not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And the people asked him, saying, What shall we do? And he answered and said unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that have none. And he that hath meat, let him do likewise. Then came also publicans to be baptized, and he said unto him, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Exact no more than that which is appointed you. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages." And as the people were in expectation, all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not. And John answered, saying unto him and unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. 
And that is the Holy Spirit. And, you know, God just wants us to have the fruit of the Lord. Because when you when you have God, and, and I want to explain this right now, because this is not about works, okay? This is not a works gospel. This is not you work your way to heaven. You could be the best person in the entire world, give all your money away, do all this. And God says, without love in your heart and without being saved in the Holy Spirit, it is nothing. So good works will come when you have the Holy Spirit. You have the Spirit of the Lord dwelling in you. It's all going to just like happen. It just This is how it works. When you are saved and you have the Holy Spirit, it's not by your strength that you change. The Holy Spirit changes that from the inside. You just start noticing these little things that start like not having control over you. It's like you, the way you talk changes, the way you are changes, the way everything changes is because the Holy Spirit is convicting and changing your life. This is how it works. And so when you are saved and you have the love of the Lord in you, you want to do these things. You want to help others. You want to, you love people and you want to help them. And this is what John is explaining here. And that actually, that wasn't Luke 12. Sorry, that was Luke 3. So in Luke 12, I'm going to read this. It says, In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trod one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, First of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And that which ye have spoken in the ear and closet shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that can kill the body. After that, have no more they can do to you, right? But I will forewarn you whom you shall fear, fear him which he hath killed, hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Um, this is definitely something I have spoken many, many times. Don't fear man, fear the Lord, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, I'm not saying we walk around in fear. That's not what I mean. But you definitely have a fear of the Lord because, I mean, he has the power to, when you die, where you're going. So we should, you know, understand this. And I just, the one thing that God has just really been just pressing on my heart is just how the church is today. Um, And I have conversations with people at my job and, you know, we get in some deep conversations and and I'm going to tell you a lot of people are turned off by Christianity today because of the hypocrisy that is in the church. You know, the enemy has used people in the church to be hypocrites, so they will turn the the lost away from following God. This is a, a tactic that the enemy does. He wants to have hypocrisy. He wants to have lukewarm Christians to be an example of what the, the followers of Christ does. It's just such a and such a false reality to those that really serve the Lord and really love God with all our hearts. And that's what turns people off, right? So I had this conversation yesterday with a guest of mine and it was unbelievable just some of the things that they were saying to me about how some of their friends, especially in other countries, view Christianity here in America, how um, hypocrisy is just taken over because you have so many Christians that are proclaiming Christ, but there's no fruit of them. I mean, this is not a good representation of the Lord. And so God has just been so pressing on my heart, just how the church is asleep. Most people that proclaim Christ are not walking in the fullness of God. They are lukewarm. They are hypocrites, Pharisee spirits. And God is really trying to shake the church up right now to start walking in the purpose of the Lord. Start walking with a full heart of God within you. Start walking in the Holy Spirit. And this is what he's doing right now. He is shaking the church up. He is shaking hypocrisy up. 
Are we perfect? No. And let me just explain this. Being a Christ follower, does that mean that we're perfect? 100% not. We sin daily, right? But we just want to be better. We want to live and breathe God and let others see the Christ within us. We are imperfect people. And until we leave here, that will always be. But we just want to represent Jesus all the time. We do not want to just serve him once a week. We want to serve him every day. This is an intimate relationship with him. This is intimate. You cannot just, you know, have a once a week relationship with anyone. So, I mean, how would you have someone in your life that you only see maybe once a week for an hour and expect to be close to them? It just doesn't work that way. God is calling his children back home. He's calling, he's putting a call out to the children right now, to his children to wake up, serve him and be used in the army of God right now. Okay, so I just wanted to share this. I felt a prompting in my spirit. I needed to get on here and say this. Um, I love you guys. I love this family. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I know God is doing a new thing right now. Um, he is stirring things up in everybody's life. And you just, you know, no matter what you're going through, just trust the Lord, trust him with everything, because not everything bad in your life is bad. A lot of times it's just refining the fire within your within your life just to get you where he, he needs you to be. Okay, so just you know, go to the Lord, seek his counsel and everything. Nothing is too small or too big for the Lord. He's going to guide you and he should be your compass right now, guys. Don't let what's happening in the world overtake you. Don't let it make you feel like you have no hope because God is here right now and he is watching over his children. He is singing over his children and he just wants to bless you and prosper you and put you in your purpose. All right, I'm going to pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus. I just thank you for this word today, Lord. And I know that you are, you're waking your children up. Father, I just ask you supernaturally to, for each person that you are trying to call, Father, that you will give them a sign, that you will give them 100% something that they know it's from you, Lord, and just to wake them up to get them closer to you, Lord. That's what I pray for my family. That's what I pray for all your children, Father. And I just thank you. I give you glory and praise and honor to your holy name, Jesus. Amen. God bless, guys.